Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC. Jeannie? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Joan didn't come on yet. I'm calling her now. Yeah, because I, I was waiting. I said, I didn't know whether to hang up and try to call again. Or yeah, just I was hang tight. That's what. Uh-huh. We got, because right after the lady said 4321, it went dark. Yeah. I, I can hear okay. voices. Yeah, but that's... I'm back. This is Diva J.C. She was muted. That's why nobody can hear her. Now you can hear her. And Libra is there. Hi, Libra. How are you, Dr. Joan? Okay. (laughs) And hi, Jeannie. Happy, happy birthday, Well, hello there. Thank you very much. (laughs) We always have technical difficulties. Every day, but I have a glass of red wine, and I am raising it to toast to your 93rd anniversary of gracing this planet as the greatest jazz, I mean, blues and jazz musician living today, Jeannie Chatham. Yay! Well, thank you very much. It's easy to say when you're 93, the greatest living. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That's easy for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm no dummy, but let me tell you, girl, that is not said lightly. Now, we got a lot of people whose microphones, so everybody say happy birthday, G. Ready, set, go. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Jeannie. Jeannie. Oh, well, wonderful. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel like I'm standing in front of a table with a white cake with pink and uh, green candles on. <laughs> so I would like to <laughs> sing Happy Birthday real quick. Hello. Hello there. Who's that? 
Yes, this is Mimi Jones' daughter. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jeannie. Happy birthday to you. Oh, wow. (laughs) Filling up my heart. Uh, I'm going to be speaking. Libra, you should say happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jeannie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Queen. Well, thank you very much. My goodness, all vers- all kind of versions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Boy, this is thrilling. Jeannie. So, anyone else singing happy birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy Who's birthday this? to you. Happy birthday, sweet lovely. Happy birthday to you. My name is Kim J. Oh, thank you very much, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, I never had so many. I never had so many birthdays sung in so so many different versions uh, in my life. It's real nice. Well, you deserve super, it. Super creative. So, whose world were you rocking when you were fifty-three? Jimmy Cheatham. Okay. That's right, man. Oh yeah! Okay. Oh yeah! Oh the, yeah! The bone, the bone man. That's right. <laughs> the arranger, the our arranger, and uh, for our for all, all the music I wrote, and fellow musician. In fact, I spent more time on stage probably than in in our house, uh, uh doing preparing music or just play, uh, playing for somebody else or trying to get our own thing together. I think, in fact, I know that's why we um, stayed together so long, because it never was boring. He was my mental equal. And that's uh, my mother said, always get somebody that's your mental equal. And nice to look at. <laughs> yes, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's nice, nice to look at. Yeah, good looks always have. Well, Jeannie, this is, this is our third get together, and I'm fascinated every time I talk to you. And I'm sure some of the other ladies would like to hear one of the interesting on the road stories that we shared. Ooh, yes. Okay. You know. You know. Uh, I was thinking about that while I was waiting to come on. Uh, one of the, on the road is fine. Getting on the road is another thing. Uh, we uh-huh. we did the North Sea Jazz Festival, and that was in overseas. And to take, and I had never been to to, to Paris to that festival. So that's uh, six guys and my husband and myself. Uh, we to get ready now. Jimmy made a, what you call a schematic of the bandstand where everybody stood. He wrote it. And he drew the pictures. He didn't put the words. And he put exactly what each one needed. And the piano with the piano lamp and the the bent microphone, you know. And uh, where the drum set should be and where the bass should be. Because 
None of us spoke French. In order to get on stage, you got to be able to tell the sound man what you need and what the what the stage setup guy what you want. So he figured that if he just drew a whole schematic of it, he wouldn't have to speak French. Boy, did it work out fine. And uh, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a tip for uh, anybody that you know that's starting. If they, you know, it's, sometimes it's better to use the pictures than the words. You know, if getting somebody to draw your schematic of your bat or your setup. And the other thing. Mm-hmm. We always knew, and we tell you girls of color, don't let them put blue and gel, uh, blue and green gels in your, your spotlight. Yeah. You look like the Adams family. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, oh, yeah. I keep watching all these people doing the Zooms on TV, and the, and the women of color with the, black, with the blue background, they always, you can see every line in their face. Oh. It casts a blue shadow oh. on your face, see? You'll have fun wow. watching TV from now on just to see what women of color are <laughs> using the right light because they still haven't, uh, they haven't learned how to light black, black skin mm-hmm. correctly. You've got to really know what to t- ask for. And, uh, and one thing, not a, no blue gels and no green gels. The other thing you always need to do, like if you go overseas and you've got a big group like we have, uh, you... We were we were told this by George D. Vivian and Papa Joe Jones. Uh, always deal with the Bank of America overseas. Mm-hmm. And when you get your check, take it there, get cash, put it in the envelopes that you already made out to give to the band members. See, that way you don't have to be carrying around a lot of money. And you know you don't want to get home to Detroit or Chicago somewhere and to find out the the check is bounced. <laughs> <laughs> And the other tip yeah. is to make sure that you have sardines packed in the mm-hmm. bottom of your bags. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. You you're not going to be eating when you want to eat all the time when you go overseas. See, and we found that out the hard way. And we we told all the guys. Joe Jones said, "Listen, take your put those sardines or layer your bottom of your bags." With sardines. We said, sardines? I said, I don't even like sardines. Well, find some you like because you're going to, you'll find out you're going to be hungry at times yeah. when, when you don't need to be. And so the guys, we told them all what to do, and 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 none of them did it but uh, but the uh, bass player. <laughs> so uh, when, we got to, when we got to France, to the North Sea Jazz, Jazz Festival, we arrived in um, Paris at about 6 o'clock in the morning, and had to make a quick uh, change of to go go to uh, Montauban, which is like the mountainous area. And uh, naturally, we didn't have time to eat there, so we got there and had to run into a sound check. By the time they drove us up there, and uh, the the other thing is, I had Clara Bryan in the band. She's the best best trumpet player you ever want to hear in your entire. And uh, so we had to go to the bathroom. So the only place to go was a bar. And uh, I said, well, I said, come on, come on, uh, Clara. I said, they probably haven't seen any black women. And uh, sure enough, we went in the bar full of men. And they all stopped. They say, Mandu, Mandu. Mandu. They watched us all the way to the bathroom. And when we came out, they still... 
had their, their mugs in their hand waiting for us to come out. They just started grinning and clapping. And I, said, I said, we gave them a thrill of a lifetime. Two black ladies at one time. Going, <laughs> going through the job. And, uh, and, and you know what? Uh, another thing that was interesting about that place, that when we got through playing, they stopped their feet. They don't. Uh-huh. They don't applaud. They they mm-hmm. cross their arms yeah. across the chair, and then just stomp, 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 stomp. And uh, so we didn't know about that. So naturally we said, whoa, whoa, you know. But we, I said, listen, they're clapping. And so we took a bow. <laughs> and that's there's, there's so many different ways to do. Then we uh, had to fly back to um, Vienna, and then back to North Sea. Well, the North Sea festival was at midnight. Uh, in the Hague, we when we came, we had to go on this this deep tunnel, and onto the area where we played. And coming down the tunnel, everybody was sliding down the walls. That people, young people, I said, what are they on? And so Curtis <laughs> had been there before. He said, everybody here, is, they have they're allowed to get high in public. I said, mm. you kidding me? And my first experience, you know, was that, and uh, but everybody I saw that was high on something, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm serious. And uh, by the time we got on the stage, they were cheering us and cheering us, Black George. They said Black George, and so uh, we ended up the that concert. It was just stuck in my mind because a guy had come from the hospital in a hospital bed. And he had this one one uh, orderly holding up his uh, bottle of fluids that they had going into his arm, mm. and he was stayed on that hospital bed with the four guys to carry him, and stayed through the whole concert. And he we ended up the concert with him giving us a, the V sign of victory, uh, while we the whole crowd sang, "Meet me with your black drawers on." <laughs> he mm. come out the hospital to see us. I said, well, I, I love this place. Wow. Yeah, that, Joe's that was that was song. one of the one of the fun times we had. Although uh, there was some couple of bad times when we when we had to go by a bus. This guy was driving the the bus from Montauban to Vienna, and all the time we were playing in Montauban, they were drinking. So mm. by the time we got ready to go, they were drunk. Now we wow. had to go down the. On the, go down the mountains with, these, with this drunk driver, right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So we, we loaded up, and my husband is really strict when he gets mad. It looked like a fire come out of his eyes. They call it Cheatham's Ray. That's what the guy in the band mm-hmm. called it. And so mm-hmm. he told that guy, he says, listen, he got right in front of him. He said, we're going down this mountain, and one of my guys is going to drive the bus, and you and you just going to sit your ass down. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> in the back of the bus, and shut, shut up, and shut up, and we can't. And that's exactly what happened. The bus driver, our bass player, had been in the in the uh, Marines, and he had driven all kind of uh, trucks and tanks and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so he uh, he did. He drove us down to the bottom of, and we got there. We were so happy because the real narrow roads, you know, and winding and all. I said, we mm-hmm. could get stuck up here for 40 days and 40 nights, you know. But we made it, and uh, we got our money. I went to Bank of America. I cashed the check, put it, went back to my room, 
and put everybody's salary in the envelope, sealed them, and uh, and uh, that night we didn't get to eat because we had been driving all day. So there come a tap, tap, tapping at the door. I said, little mama, I knew that was a red calendar. Little mama, is, I said, who is it? I knew who it was, but I just said, oh, it make him dance. I said, he said, I said, who is it? He said, it's, it's Red, your bass player. I said, what do Red, my bass player, want? He says, uh, <laughs> do you, you got any, little, any of those sardines? Uh, we, didn't get to, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't get to eat. <laughs> I said, okay, come on in. And so he, he said, he uh, opened, the, uh, rolled up the, the sardines, and I had some uh, whole roll of of, of uh, uh, paper, uh, what you call um paper to uh, put them in, you know. So he, I said, how many you want? I want a whole can. I said, I counted them, one, two, three, four, five, six. That would be $6. <laughs> he said, $6. He said, that's a dollar of sardine. I said, that's right. Right. I said, maybe next time you listen to what I say. So he right. took the money out. I'm in it. You know, when you when you Can get water to the What? <laughs> what? Over yeah. the rainbow in three keys. How how did that go? Over the rainbow, that was with another group. Um um that was uh Roberta Como wrote Roberta that Como? arrangement. Yeah, Bert, Roberta Como. That's in, one of the first in, albums in three, I ever in three recorded. Keys? And three, three different keys? keys. Yeah, and three different wow. keys. And the bass player played wow. one. He bowed his part. She, we used two pianos, Roberta and myself, the two pianos. And she played in one key, I played in another key, and the bass player was George DeVivier. And he wrote in his book wow. uh, that it was the hardest song he ever played, he said, because it was really hard to stay in tune, see. And uh, yeah. but he just, he, he wrote about it in his life story. He said that was the hardest gig he ever played. But it, it was so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. She wrote she wrote very well, arranged. Wow. Mhm. Wow. Awesome. Oh, that's some fascinating stories. Jeannie, tell me besides um, meet me with your black drawers on. What is uh, another one of your songs that you released that you really love? I like, um, I'll tell you the truth, I really, uh, I, I like, um, mm, 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 mm. um, I'm, I don't know, I kind of like all of them, they're just like, and which one of your kids you like? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I like them all, all right. For different reasons, you know. Yeah, that's that, that, that so funny. That's um, wonderful. But speaking yeah. of business, um, Jeannie, do you have any advice for women in music, um, how to navigate their careers as far as their pay, uh, contracts, um, residuals? You know, can you give us some seeds of wisdom? I tell you, the best way to get it is join ASCAP. Make sure you join the union, the Musicians Union, because they have lawyers. And they can tell you everything you need to know as far because different there's different times, different regions, different setups. Uh, and you, if you're going all over the world, it's going to be different. But they know your union knows, and ASCAP is really uh, handy because they keep really good track of 
of the your music being played on radio, TV, or in uh, in person. They really do. I'm still collecting checks every every quarter, and they give me a, a, a readout on the back of the, who was that second back there? Uh, the readout of where the, where the music music is being played even today. You know, wow. uh, Swaziland, cool. uh, Russia, uh, Africa, uh, uh, all these places, they tell you exactly uh, it was played on the radio at this date and all the different wow. things, and, and it's all all there. But other than that, um, if you don't have a manager, cause I, we never had a manager. Okay. We that, never. That was ha- the question. We never, we never had a manager. uh they didn't do anything as far as I was concerned. I, I had to do everything anyway. They had to no. run it by me. Okay. Mm. You see, you see, mm. um, it's better to have a good agent. <laughs> it's right. You, know, you see what I mean? Just the one that you can trust and he, and every place is not going to pay the same, but you have to really figure your, what is the lowest denominator of monies you're going to pay your band? And it depends on who they are. You see, oh, some guys aren't, aren't worth what some other guys are. But I tried to pay everybody the same because most, they always show each other the checks. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Then you can have a, have a war in your band. <laughs> if you don't. And uh, if you want to give one a little extra, uh, do, do that on the side uh, after they're home and Make it cash so they can't prove it. <laughs> right. Okay. No, you know. Uh huh. Can I ask you about Odetta? I grew up listening to. This is Kim J again. I grew up listening to <laughs> oh. Odetta, and always felt like she just didn't get the the type of recognition and that that she should have got. I I love her songs. I love the way she played. I love the way she sang. Can you tell me of? Any personal experiences with her? Well, Odetta, uh, I played for Odetta in Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, everybody was, and at the same time, Duke Covington's band was in town, so they all sat on my living room floor. And uh, one of the guy's uh, uh, girlfriends came over and helped me make uh, uh, some New Orleans food for him, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. so, but Odetta, Odetta was, was really, really, I think I would say, Let's say, let's say, uh, kind of quiet, and she, and she she really didn't blow her own horn enough. Yeah. See, you know, you got to do that. Humble. Very yeah, humble. Person. Very humble person. Yeah. That yeah. you. So you know what I mean. And uh, yes. But the only thing she and she was in love with this guy named Red. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the guitar Red or whatever. Isn't it? And she said, I don't tell nobody because we're not supposed to be together. But that's my pain. <laughs> I said, whoa, whoa, wait wait a minute. She was really in, desperately in love with this guy. I think it was Guitar Red. He plays, I had never heard of him, but she she took his picture out and showed it to me. And, uh, but, but she was a humble person. And what she needed was, a, now she really needed a, 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 an aggressive agent. Yeah. You see, because she was yeah. kind of way ahead of her time in in some ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, she, yeah. she was in the educational yeah. field in a 
half in the educational field when she did those old songs and everything. And because I used to listen to her too, I loved Odetta. Yeah. But yeah. remember Thank during you. that time Thank they you. had a guy, they had a white guy, I forgot his name, on the East Coast that was singing uh, folk songs too. But he got uh, all on Cat TV. Stevens. Huh? Was it Cat Stevens? He sang Go Tell Aunt Roadie, the old great ghost is dead. That was his hit song, Go Tell Aunt Roadie. But I just can't remember the name right now. But I listen remember. to him too. I love, I love folk music. Yeah. Yeah, focus. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's all right. That's all right. But she sure was in love with Red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lady Freedom, could you please tell us a little bit about your uh, your book, your autobiography? Well, I'll tell you one thing. They uh, it's it, it's 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 out of print now. Uh. They shut down a lot of printing, reprinting books in the at uh, at the University of uh, Texas. That's where it was was published. But Amazon, it is on Amazon in the e-books. You can get it in the e-book. Okay. Which uh, yeah, because they cause, uh, they did a good job at the University of Texas, but they don't have what you call a um, huge uh, section of their publishing that really goes out and pushes for you. But they sold mm-hmm. everything. They printed mine, and then it made me feel pretty good. Uh, and they made sure that I I was on Amazon uh, eBooks, nice. and that's what yeah. everybody seemed to be using now anyway. But I like to turn the pages. I like to yeah. turn the pages. <laughs> I you know. do too. Don't you? I do. Yeah. I know your I know your voice is an instrument, but if you were to describe your voice. As a piano or a sax or a guitar or a trombone, what would it be? Um, well, she asked some good questions. You must be there from the FBI or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, this is my first, this is my no, that's a good question. I would you. think, I would think not... it would would be a cello. Cello, nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. Okay. Cello. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, that's okay. Keep, you keep on coming. Keep on coming. This is a I joy. Can now, this is a in, joy. In, in your autobiography, I, uh, I noticed one of the stories that you're winding up in a jail cell. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh. Yes, I remember that. Um, because I, I was looking for a saxophone player. That story, if we have time. You were looking well, for a saxophone player. I'm bottle of wine. I'm going to open up a bottle of wine right now. Okay, so tell us about the wine. <laughs> well, no. Uh, I was looking for a saxophone player. Uh, so the, the the union man... Uh, from Columbus told me to go to Dayton. He said there's a lot of saxophone players always hanging around on this uh, place called the Glass Bar. And uh, I said, okay. So uh, I, I, we arrived in town, and me and the bass player, this was early in my career, 
And uh, so we went to this hotel. They said, well, the musicians hang out at this hotel and so, because I didn't want to spend money to go to a bar. So right. we went to the hotel and talked to the girl out on the desk, and she said, oh, yeah, they always hang around on that room downstairs in the basement there. Well, we, she, I said, well, can I go down here? You have to call them and ask them if I can. She said, you don't have to ask. Just go down there. Push open the door. I went downstairs to the basement and uh, knocked on the door. Nobody answered. I could hear the music playing. And uh, I said, what did they play in bebop? I said, that's my thing. So I put, <laughs> knocked on the door. The door, they didn't open. So I pushed on it. It opened. It was dark in there except for uh, some red lights in the lamps. And it was full of weed. You, that was nothing to your eyes. I said, well, you kept down there. I said, uh, I said I'm Gene, Gene Evans. I'm from Akron, Ohio. And the union man told me, come down here. I'm looking for a saxophone player. Well, we got three of them down here, but you might as well sit down and, and party with us. I said, I don't party. I said, but give me your name so I can get out of here. I was saying to myself, boy, because I'm allergic to everything. And it made my nose run. See, I hated the, the weed smell anyway because my grandma, great-grandma used to grow it. And, and dry it oh, out on, on the shed, and she used it for her asthma. And because wow. she never got she never she never got any uh, eye problems with it. See, but mm-hmm. it used to make our heads go round and round, and then mm-hmm. it'd be nap time when she smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I always hated the smell of weed. So so I said I better get out of here. And just then the crash, the door came crashing in, in the window. Crashed because it was in the basement, and these police came in here and rounded us all up and handcuffed us. Oh Lord. To, And marched us through the lobby, and uh, I shook my fist at the girl on the desk, and she she shrugged her shoulders and went back to what she was doing, and they took us down to get to the jail. And uh, since I was the only woman, they put me in the jail cell with three other women. These women were ladies of the evening. And, uh, <laughs> but they were very kind. They were they were so kind to me, and they said, "You don't belong in here. What you what you put you in here for? You like a school teacher?" I said, uh, "I wish." And they said, "Well, you're gonna be here till morning. Then they're gonna haul you up, and you gotta talk to the guy because he, he said, well, I said these guys. I don't have nothing to do with weed. Anything. These guys are all here for weed. They said, well, they said if you were with them, you you're guilty." But they showed me how to fold my clothes up so they wouldn't be wrinkled in the morning. Don't take off your makeup because you're not going to have time to put no new makeup on. You have to sleep in it. And they showed me all kinds of little tricks to, to look fresh in the morning, you know. You could, and uh, I was happy because they, wow. they didn't want they didn't want to jump on my bones or anything. So I said, well, right. hey, that's pretty good. And uh, so the next morning, here come the tap, 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 up, up and on, up and on them. Up on autumn. I said, what, what is this? What, who was that? She said, that's the warden. That means up off your bed and on your feet. <laughs> wow. I said to myself, boy, listen to this. And so I went upstairs. But how did they, they find you? Huh? How did you guys find you? How did what? Did anybody find you? To bail no. you out? No. Oh, nobody. No. Uh-uh. They they took me upstairs to this room that was on the top of the building, and these three guys in suits. They were fuzz. They were feds uh, because of the, mm. the weed, you know. 
And so, mm-hmm. so I didn't go through the, the regular court like for a drunken disorderly or something like that. It was for weed. And they were at one time, and even now, uh, they may say they make it legal, but they really hard on people, black people, that's, that have anything to do with, with drugs or anything. So yeah. there were three three of them, and they standing there in the black suits. I said, oh, these are not just cops. These are fuzz. This is the fuzz. <laughs> and so they said, you can sit down there, ma'am. They said, ma'am. I said, Jesus Christ. So I sat down, and they said, what were you doing with that gang down? I said, I came down to find a saxophone player to, for my, uh, to play in my band. I got a gig. Uh, well, you have to uh, find them somewhere else. They said, where are you from? I said, Akron, Ohio, blah, 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 blah. And so they said, it's obvious you're not a drug dealer. <laughs> you you look like a school teacher. I said, my mother always wanted me to be a school teacher. They said, well, you can go. <laughs> you know, you, you, got, you, know, you got to take low when you're, when you're with, 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 the, with the fuzz. So they knew I was innocent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, looked, they said, you really, they said the same thing those ladies said. You look like you're a school teacher. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I got wow. that. I took, I took a, and I was a little more worried about my bass player. But they let him out, too. And so he, he picked up oh, the crime. Boy, we, we, we hot. I'm not sure we're going to get in, but I, I know you high feel. Yes. Uh, hello. Hello. Hi, Jeannie. Yes. I want to tell you that there's somebody special. Oh, yeah. There's too much going on in the background there. Yeah, I can't hear her. I have no. Sounds like you all opened the wine already. Yeah, yeah, I I have to go. Miss Tatum, I have to go, but I wish you a very happy birthday. Um, I love you, and um, we hope to talk to you again soon. Oh, I enjoyed talking to you. It, it's a so good much. start to the day. Feel like I felt like I had a real birthday party, yeah, even though I didn't have any of the wine. Okay, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. But I'll drink enough for you. Okay, go ahead, good. Kim. Kim. <laughs> Kim. Oh, the, oh, my favorite other. My other oh, favorite song. Left. I think. No. Oh, she left already. Kim left. Now Kim left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kim Here's is our uh, vice uh, president. Uh, yeah. Sweet baby, uh, what? I was just trying to think of sweet uh, baby blues. Little little bit that's little bitty bluebird blues. I think that's my favorite song. Little bit little bitty bluebird blues. Okay. Yeah, that's one, that's the one I like. Okay, well, Doctor Cartwright, do we have uh, time for one more question? Well, we're here until five o'clock. We we up we upgraded. We're now officially able to do whatever we want to do. We could do two-hour shows. Three no. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Okay. How how are you all making out mentally? Uh, having to be in, uh, you know, like stay in and all that, and with the. Masks and everything down over there in Florida. I work in Florida, right? Yeah, I work harder. That's all. I work harder. That's all. Well, I can see. That's all. Me too. Me too. You know, I did uh, the music for my daughter. Uh, They're doing um, 
uh, Zoom by Zoom, they're still doing their uh, workshops and things for. She's um, uh, working with this outfit called A A A E D dot. Um, what for the nonprofit? What is it? Dot net. Uh, oh, my daughter Shirley oh, Wilshire. A A A E D dot net, and her name is Shirley Wilshire. W I L C H E R. And they do what she's been doing all these years is just what we're doing and you're doing, uh, try, uh, trying to teach peop- teach women especially how to uh, fight discrimination and breaking glass ceilings and things. They teach you. They, uh, she she goes around. They do workshops and things. And so they're mm-hmm. they're doing it now for the first time with the Zoom business. And so uh, uh, she asked me if I'd do some music to, to tie the different professors that came on. Joan Cartwright, you might be really good on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm serious. This uh, uh, yeah. They're all people that, that teach people, you know, and uh, yeah. most of them are, are, are uh, have worked with uh, discrimination and women's rights and, 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 and also uh, uh, people's rights that have uh, disabilities. Anybody that has a problem was being discriminated against. That's uh, that's what my daughter and her outfit does. Mm, and right. uh, they especially do help women try to break glass ceilings. You know, um, she, okay. she came out here to UCSD, and because there was one woman here, we, we should maybe should be talking about music. I won't talk some more about that. But anyway, I'm just letting you know she's of service also. That's what I call it, being of service. I want you to know that I believe there is one woman on the line who you would like to hear from. So, okay. Airy code 203. Who is that? Airy code 203. Jody. Who? It's Jody. Jody. Oh, yeah. so Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jody, you got to keep still. Keep still. Can you hear me? Jody is yeah, I yes. can hear you. Jody is the lady that designed the cover of the magazine. Oh, nice yes. cover, Miss Jody. Yep. I love it. And I want to wish you a happy, happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. You did a very good job on that cover. It's very nice. Oh, thank you. I'm thank so you. proud of it. <laughs> Oh, that's um, wonderful. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Do you need me to send you some more? Well, yeah, if you can get it through the mail, the way it's acting like a fool. Oh, I get everything through the mail. I don't have a problem. Okay, you know, I'll get it through the mail. Okay. Yeah, I would like to, because I'd like to give it to some more friends. Send it to some more friends. You know. Okay. We, we, we really love I would love you. to. We really love you, Jeannie. You well, thank are. you very much. It's it's nice to be loved. <laughs> Hello. So listen, listen to this, Jeannie. Listen. To, okay. Listen to this. Okay. Thank you. 
playing the piano, Jeannie. I I don't think nobody else could do it like that. It must be me. <laughs> yeah, okay. And in high heels. All right. <laughs> This train is moving. Tonight Show Band all those years. The one black guy you saw in the band? In Sinatra? Hmm? Whose band? Whose band? The Tonight Show Band. Oh, the Tonight Show Band. You remember seeing that one black guy in the trumpet session? That was Snooky. That's him. Okay. Is that from the record? Yeah, from Sweet <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I think it's Jimmy Noon. Yeah, that's Jimmy Noon, I think. publishing business because in in New York everybody hung in front of the Bill Brill building. They had about three uh phone booths in there and that were the offices of, of a lot of the guys. And uh, they, you know, they didn't have money to have an office so they 
that always <laughs> they have somebody talk, call me at one o'clock at such and such a number, and they stand there when the phone rang. Uh, they'd have a girl say, "Mr. Brown's office," and then they'd give her fifty cents or a dollar, and then he would get on the phone, yes, and, and then and then the, and that's that's the way they would maintain themselves. And uh, the whole building was nothing but publishing houses. You you heard of the Brill Building, right? Sure. Mort Brown. Somebody ought to write a story about that Brill Building. I swear to God. Do you remember uh, a a guy named Run Joe? Run Joe. Run as fast as you can, Run Joe. Police holding me. He was uh, uh, one of the first uh, guys that was singing like West Indian songs. Uh Long before Harry. I mean, along with Harry Belafonte. But poor poor Run Joe, he, he would get high all the time, but. He would only he would go he write a song, take it upstairs to the a Brill Building to one of those publishers, and they would pay him five dollars, and then he got many a hit out of came out of that Brill Building because of Run Joe, and everybody was trying to tell him, don't do that, don't sell it for five dollars. He just sold the rights and everything. He but just the, that was one of the tragedies of the Bill, Brill Building, but we all hung out there, you know. Even that girl that, that called. That uh, remember the the song the the song um, I'm moving on up to the east side. Yeah, remember that Roxy. The theme for that. Well, the yeah. girl that wrote that song, she used to hang out there with us too. She just died here about a couple of weeks ago. And uh, really, but uh, yeah, and uh, wow. uh, every we all hung out there with all our hopes and wishes and dreams. You know. It was electric. You, you, it was just, it was just, it was. It's hard to describe the musicians milling around, white, black, and otherwise. Girls, uh, men, women, and we just go and twirling around that building, trying to, trying to get a gig, you know. Wow, Janet, Janet Dubois wrote That's that. Her. She died. I didn't know that. I think wow. she, in fact I think I saw that on TV, but Janet was uh, yeah. Leo too. She's 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 born in August, uh, late July, and uh, so we be, we became friends. Yeah, she died in February. See. Wow. Yeah, what about but, Melba Joyce? You know Melba Joyce, right? Yeah, uh, she called me about a, about six months ago. She called me about every six months. But I'm still trying to find that number for you for the uh, for the trombone player. I don't know why I can't find it. I had it somewhere stuck on my wall. I got a lot of sticky paper. <laughs> you should see my place. And uh, but she she's one of the best trombone players. She played with Mel Lewis, Thad Jones band. And uh, <clears throat> but I just can't. I can't I can't find her phone number for you because she should really be interviewed. She would enjoy that. She she uh, taught what? school too, after she sort of came off the road. What's her name? And, uh, now she, she's gonna ask me. Um, I'll call you up and tell you her name. Oh, Janice. Look, I'm ninety-three. I'm allowed to be ninety-three. I know, I know, I know. Janice Robinson. <laughs> Janice Robinson. That's correct. Yes. And and ladies, the ladies who are here, especially Miss Atlanta, this is uh-huh. what happened. 
We keep each other on point. We remind yes. each other. We're here to to keep the legacy going. This is it. All the technology, forget all the technology. You have got the eyes of a woman who has seen nine decades on the phone. That's, yes. Yes. And she's I in agree. this music business, and she is lauded, lauded in this business. <laughs> yeah. You have no, do you know what? Um, somebody told me, Jeannie, what? that I was with you in Europe and didn't even know that I was with you. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. I can't remember who told me this. They said, we oh. were right there, Joey, with Jeannie. Jeannie was right there. Oh, well, you, well, I probably was because I'm telling you that's, a, that's one of the biggest festivals in the world, you know? The uh, Montreux, were you in Montreux? Or yeah, I was in Mont. I was in yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was right yeah. there with you and didn't know it. Didn't even know and it. And didn't even know it. Yeah, because oh, Dizzy Gillespie's band was there. Um, he had a crazy band. Everybody. What, what made it nice? Uh, George Ween, the guy that that uh, headed up the, the operation, his wife was a black lady, and yeah. she always cooked. She always cooked home. Home. Uh, she just had a whole thing with big old pots of black eyed peas and beans and rice and and New Orleans food for all the musicians. You know, it's like a, a, a an outside restaurant on the grounds, and she would come mm. every year and cook for and cook that food for us. And boy, you talk fried chicken and greens and stuff. Lord have mercy, but it, it was it was just a huge huge event. You know. It was just mm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, so I just... Jeannie, we, Jeannie, we have yes. seven minutes left. We're going to do this again in September. I'm ha- Every month, you are my special guest <laughs> from now <laughs> until the 10th of never, okay, the 12th. Oh, but right. listen. I got a lot of, lot of stories to tell. But I think I, yeah. thought about, I thought about what we do. You know, our job... Tremendous. You get up there on the stage, and your job is to convince 2,500, 25, it doesn't matter, convince these people to agree with you. That's our job. Hmm. Okay. See? Okay. See that? Uh huh. That's exactly right. what we do. That simplifies it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, from the first so note, I want to say they this. have to agree with us. Melba Joy just moved to L.A. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, her daughter oh. knows you too, Carmen. Yeah, Bradford. right. Because they both sang with Basie's band. Yeah. Um, well, Carmen, yeah. Carmen was the one that told me that we were right there with you. Carmen Bradford. That's right. Yeah. And so I want to, we, my daughter is a film maker, okay? Really? Yes. She just put together her film production company. 
oh, 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 oh. And you know we what? are out. My first project, wait, my first project is a docudrama about oh. Jeannie Chiu and Melba Joy. You know and what I wanted? In between. You know, uh, I'm going to tell you something weird. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. I wanted to do a docudrama uh, uh, because I want you to look at everybody to check out my website, JeannieCheatham.com, and it it it, it is a it, I call it a uh, drama site instead of a website, <laughs> um, and that's what it is. But I want you to check up check it out because I was thinking about. Well, I'll call you up. I won't talk about it on the radio. It'll be a surprise for you. <laughs> okay. So, Mimi, <laughs> you have to put it in your schedule. We have to have a meeting. Libra? Yes. Kim is gone, but our staff will be reaching out to you. Jeannie, today I got paid for the first time in 13 years. <laughs> oh, today, what? I got the first salary paycheck today. First time in 13 years. So I have a staff. So my staff will be reaching out to you about doing your docu-drama. Okay? Well, I want her to talk. Well, I want to talk about this because I really, you know, I've had a lot of people approach me to do things, uh, do this. But the most of them are very good and and they put their little films in festivals and all that, and some of them want, a, want some very good prizes, but that's the end of it. Because, but I'm a person that always asks, and then what? That's my mm-hmm. favorite phrase. Yes, See, I don't like stuff that's done and then just dropped out in front of you like like it didn't exist. You see? I like right. to use it like a seed, like you plant a seed and it grows something. Yes. So I'm looking like places like Lifetime on television. And like that to play to have this played. That's right. That's right. See? Netflix. Am I Amazon. right? Yes, ma'am. Showtime, yeah. HBO. Yeah, there you go. We definitely, we we definitely. This is Mimi Johnson, a Jones' daughter. We definitely want to feature you on MJTVNetwork.com. That okay. is our television network. We got ten TV shows running with. Um, three TV shows in production right now that we're about to Very film. Good. My goodness. Uh-huh. And, we my definitely, and we definitely want to make sure that we feature you on our uh, television network, mjtvnetwork.com, and also okay. to shop the shows to the major networks as well. That's what I like now. That's what I like. See, that, that word ambition is, is my middle name. I love the way they brought it up on on the on the air, but but that's our, we we can have it too. Yes, and I have to say hello to Marie Antoinette who wrote the article in oh, yeah. Music Woman magazine. Oh yes. yeah, Hi. Uh-huh. is she there? She was. I think she was here earlier, but something uh-huh. happened with the board. We had a little okay. glitch. Couple of times, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the show is over, and we will oh. call you and let you know when your next episode 
part four will be. Okay. All right. And uh, and what's your daughter's name, Mimi? Yes, Mimi Johnson. Mimi Johnson. I like that name, Mimi. Yes, ma'am. And and I will um, make sure that my mom gets over to you, mjtvnetwork.com, and we look forward to doing film um, uh, productions with you and also, again, to help to put you on other major, other major platforms such as yeah. Showtime and Netflix and get you, exactly get, what get I have everyone to know. Get everyone to know who Miss Cheatham is because that meet me with your black drawers on. My mother <laughs> sang it and I sing it now. And we don't be put, oh baby, we don't be playing about that. Meet me with your back black drawers on. I hear you. I, I love it. You. All right. Thank it's you for life. that. You're welcome, dear. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I had in mind because I got a lot of other. Uh, Films that could be meld, melded with it, interviews and things, you know. But you'll see, you, you'll see. Look at my website. You'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, and Mimi will be okay. talking to you. Okay. All right. All right, dear. So we're going to hear this one more time. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Mrs. Cheatham. Happy birthday to you. Well, Happy I want to tell you. <laughs> I want to tell you thanks. I really appreciate it. It's fun talking to you guys. <laughs> love you madly. That's what Duke Ellison always says. We love you, ladies. I love The Go most spectacular year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God! Beautiful rest of your day. Okay. All right, there's. All right. Be be healthy. You too. Peace out. 